Alright everybody, this is Adam Houchins here with Cripplecast. We have Cripplecast number four with Parnell Adams here. So, first of all, I'm going to go ahead and thank our sponsors. Oh, hold on a minute. Jason, we got to move this camera. It's we got two feeds of Parnell here. That's him. I'm the star. He's the star, that's right. Alright, uh, we're going to move him a little bit. Oh, look at that handsome face. Yeah. Alright, uh, I dig it. That works. Face only a mom could love. Yeah, no shit. All right. All right. So I'm going to do a little thanking of our sponsors here. All right. So we got Atlas Labs. Chris Rowe has done some wild stuff with uh, some 3D printing here in Petersburg, Indiana. He and I are going to partner up here shortly to uh, do some prototypes for, for some adaptive equipment that I'm going to use to eat with. Uh, we got uh, Made with Love and a few F-bombs. That is uh, Tara. She's one of my caregivers. She's awesome. She uh, makes some cool shit to go on my front porch. Um, let's see. We've got a... Custom Mechanical Construction. They are out of Evansville, Indiana. If you need some commercial construction work done, they are your guys. Um, Amber Manor Care Center. Looks like a it's a nice place to die. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> I, well, they will take care of your end of life care or just rehab. You know, one of those things that they do, as well as many things that they do. Uh, Damn. Well, I mean, it's not a bad place to die. Um, anyhow. We also have uh, uh, the Elmer Bukta Technology Center, who graciously lets me use their facility to record the Cripplecast. So, anyway, without further ado, I have Parnell Adams here. Thank you for joining me, Parnell. Yeah. Are you going to be okay? Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be able to talk now, man. I'm all choked up after that Amber Manor one there. What? Uh, whew. It's not, like, untrue. Oh, I know, so, man. Yeah. So, I got Parnell Adams here. Back on track, Parnell. Yeah. I got... <laughs> I've got a Parnell Adams here. He is had an accident where he broke. What what vertebrae was it, Parnell? I didn't. I had a brain trauma. Oh, a brain trauma. So you're not even. Oh, that's right. Because you had you know, a spinal cord injury. That's right. I yeah. forgot. So it let's go ahead like and tell, tell us a little bit about that accident, and uh, let you tell your story here. Yeah. Well, uh, January 25th or 26, uh, 2006. I was at work, and uh, a kid, uh, an employee, wanted some help, and. Uh, so we, I went out between the grain bins and, uh, and then the grain leg. You know what the grain leg is, real tall in the middle. Uh, he was working on it. He was replacing the belt and, uh, and the buckets on it. And he got he needed me to put some pieces of steel with like rubber on the backing of it that holds the belt. That's the belt go around. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he lowered a five gallon bucket. He's about one hundred thirty foot in the air, and he lowered a five gallon bucket and. Uh, he raised the five-gallon bucket after I put it in there, and about 40 feet up, about the height of a grain bin, the bucket overturned, and he yelled at me. And so I looked up, and then uh, a piece of that debris fell down and hit me in the head, went about an inch and a half in my brain. My brains were all, like, blowed out of my head and stuff. So Jesus Christ. <laughs> sounds, sounds terrible. Yeah, it wasn't, you know. And, you, and so how old were you again, you said? I was 21. 21. I was... I was uh, I heard, like I said, January, and then I turned 22 in March. Okay, and so you got hurt. You were, you know, laid out on the on the on the ground, Wait. brain splattered everywhere and shit. <laughs> so what what happened at that point? Uh, well, when I 
when I got hit, it didn't really feel like anything. Were you all walking like, around like, ah, oh, I didn't. Yeah, it felt like pressure, and I walked out of the little building. I'm fine. And I was like, well, that didn't hurt, you know? And all of a sudden, then I fell and I hit the ground, and the blood started pumping out of my head. I could feel it spew. You know how, like, horror movies you see where they get, like, some neck jab or whatever, and they just blood just starts pumping out? Mm-hmm. That's what it felt like coming out of the top of my head. And I felt, Is that what it looked like, too? I couldn't see it. I, well, I, I was laying flat on my back, and I could feel the blood coming up around my ears because it was getting so deep. They oh, wow. said it was a uh, as wide as a man could spread his arms and about two inches deep uh, all the water the blood all around my head and stuff it all was oh, like, so they thought you were a goner for sure yeah and i couldn't talk but i could hear i oh, could listen how awful but uh as they're you know i had the, a woman stuck her took her shirt off out there and stuck her you know shirt around my head and and things you know uh they all saved my life there luckily uh, luckily the woman the woman woman there her husband was a uh, like an emt or a fireman and he kind of talked through it on the phone and uh that's how they saved me and and then i, like I said i, I uh, end up going out in the in the ambulance and next thing i know i woke up uh like 11 12 days later have a coma Jeez. So you were in a coma for 12 days. I was in a coma for 11 days, I 11 think. 11 days in a yep. coma. Yep. Now, do you remember anything during that coma like people talk about? You yep. know, yeah, you could you could hear people talking. Really? Yeah. You, you, and so first thing I remember, I don't remember a lot of the conversations, but when my nurses would come talk to me after I woke up, I remember their voices. So I knew which ones was coming around. I see. You know. That's strange. At that time, yeah, I don't I remember, can't recall it now, but I knew, you know, you know. Who was messing around with who and who was not doing what they were supposed to be doing? <laughs> so it was kind of messed up there. But so they, wow, that's wild. At, at any point, I mean, you knew you were in the hospital that whole time, like when you were in a coma. No, no, no. So you I, just I, like, I you heard voices. You know, you, it's just dark. You just hear stuff, kind of. I, I I remember. It's not that I could hear it then, but I remember when I woke up right away that I. That I knew these people. I see. I mean, it's like I knew them, but I did not see their faces. You know. I see. And so at the time, you were you weren't with your wife. You have now. No. Okay. You were a girlfriend at the time. I was engaged. That's right. That's right. So what was that all like? You know, being engaged and stuff, and then you you get hurt, and you know, obviously, we're not talking about the her or anything. It's the situation itself. You know, it's yeah, a hard it was, situation for anybody. You know, it was a. Uh, it was it was a. Uh, all right, you know, I mean, she was young. We were both young, you know. She was quite a few years younger than me, but uh, she let me know pretty well right away after about three months that you know what she her, couldn't what handle. Her deal. No, it wasn't her cup of tea. Well, she couldn't handle it. So, and, and, so, yeah. and, and you know, it's not, and that's and that's okay. Some, it's not. I'd, I'd rather somebody everyone. tell me right. tell me right away than you know than to just try to be nice to me and hold off and let me you know you know get all out of there and you know get better than leave you know. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's it's also so you know in in a similar situation is like that's what I was in as well as you know I'm glad I got to go through all of that heartache all at the same time yeah. you know like I yeah broke my neck but then I had to go through yes you know losing my marriage as well and I think it's easier to not have to go through multiple things at the same you know yeah separately just to prolong yeah. prolong the. Uh, yeah. Prolong the heartache and prolong get, the agony, you know. Get all the stuff over at once. Yeah, so you can just move you know, on with your I'm damn already, life. I'm already depressed and just right. get it there. Just, so when I get out, I can just worry about happiness and uh, so, you know. Right. And it was the best thing that ever happened to me, to tell you the truth, because my wife now is, is pretty well an angel. So she's right takes care of me, does. Yeah. Always, always we do a lot of stuff together. We got three kids together, you know. Yeah. So I got, a, I got an older son, too, from uh, when I was younger. 
Mm-hmm. And, uh, he's 21. Oh, boy. Was he take care of old dad, does he? Uh, he actually lives in Vincent's. He was here yesterday, though. He's out oh. swimming. All right. So, let's see. Air accident happened. You went to, and you went to RHI in Indianapolis. Yes. yes. So, that is a pretty nice rehab facility. Uh, the yes. nicest one in our area yeah. that I'm aware of. Um, you know, they have pretty well everything you can ever do there. So, yeah. what, so what, uh, what, tell, go through what it was like after your accident and then. You were woke up in the hospital from the coma. Well, and now you, did you see ever, you know, light at the end of the tunnels, you know, like have a near-death experience no, kind of thing? Or? No. Uh, I did. I just, it just went black. Black. So, but uh, I don't remember anything. So, evidently, I, did, I didn't die. I just, it went back when in shock. So, um, but I do remember one thing. When I woke up out of the coma, I was seeing stuff like crazy. And um, they say, like, once you've been close you see stuff mm-hmm. and i used to have this little boy like come in and i was like they th- oh we gotta talk more about that yeah right. light on me <laughs> talk more about that yeah so i would have this like a, it was always this thing little boy it looked like kind of like eddie munster he'd come in there but he was just a young boy you know probably like six seven years old he would every once in a while he'd come in walk through the door come in he had dark hair and everything a little bitty nice looking little boy and a little t-shirt and stuff jeans and he would sit there and look at me, and it freaked me out. I couldn't move anything but my left wrist, and it freaked me out. So I'd get scared. I'd close my eyes, and I'd open my eyes up, and he wouldn't be there no more. <laughs> but every day for about a month, he, he would do that. No. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. And they told me, Mom's like, well, it's probably just the medicine that you're on and stuff. And I'm like, no, no, no. This was. I, I, I knew the difference between the medicine because then when I told him I didn't want the medicine, he still came right. in. So I mean, I, I took it as maybe that was somebody that passed away in that room. Could be, but I was like, Ugh. "You believe in that kind of shit?" Yes, I do. Okay, so you believe in spirits and ghosts and stuff? Yes. Yeah, I don't. Before I believe and after your accident? Or? No, just not so much before, but after. Yes, I do. I mean, I don't try to uh, talk to any spirits or nothing like that. I don't think you're, you're supposed to. So, no, you're not supposed to. Well, let's, let's make make a Ouija no, no, no. Oh, thank come you. on, man. What I'm scared. We're not doing it. I'll, yeah. I'll I'll print one. Yeah. Print me a Ouija board. I'll make one here out in the shop. Yeah. 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 And in yeah. fact, that's Cripplecraft making Ouija boards. Yeah. yeah. Cripplecraft Ouija boards. That's great. I go I go to church and you know the Bible says you're not supposed to talk to friendly spirits. So I try to leave that stuff alone. You're not supposed to talk to friendly spirits. I don't think so. Well, I don't want to talk to the bad ones. Yeah, they call them friendly spirits in the in the Bible. Yeah, Casper was actually a friendly. He's ghost, the friendliest yeah. ghost I know. <laughs> it's true. That's yeah. what that's, that's yeah, his uncles weren't really. Oh, I don't know about all that, but he does. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. Those other three, yeah, anyway, those three go. So, um, all right, continuing with your recovery because, um, I got, I got, I, we're gonna get past this and I got some other shit I want to talk about. Yeah, so your recovery, you got hospital, wake up, you're boom, 12 days, 11 days out of a coma, yeah, you know, 11 days. Out of the coma, boom. What happens then? So, the only thing I could move when I came out of the coma was my left wrist. So I went from, uh, I think I went from uh, 182 pounds to 98 pounds. I was nothing, you know. Uh, And then when I went to RHI, they moved me to RHI uh, about the 21st day in Mm -hmm. in the the hospital. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So, but and then uh, after that, I started, you know, going to RHI and. and st- slowly got my uh, right arm working again, and my left arm was working really good. So, and then they uh, 
just you know normal physical therapy there for you know for almost a year all the way to like uh i don't know uh november and then i came home because i got kind of homesick mm-hmm. then, oh I, I know what you mean but uh then i started going back and forth and stuff well i uh, i chose not to go to rhi just because of the drive yeah, and and I end up going to Evansville, and 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 honestly, they got a they got a real nice spot there. Yeah, um, but it's brand new. Yeah, and that's that's why probably when you had the opportunity, when you, when you went through your you know all your stuff, you didn't have an opportunity yeah. to go there. It yeah, didn't I was, exist. I was impatient. I was already yeah. in Indianapolis when mm-hmm. oh, okay. I got, so I was in Methodist Hospital in Indianapolis. That makes and they, sense. They pushed me right to there. So, um, and you were there for how long? Uh, I don't know, like probably like six seven months the first time and mm-hmm. then i started going uh inpatient or outpatient there i would go there uh two days a week and uh they i would stay in the hotel um across the across the like the way mm-hmm. from it yeah, yeah. and uh and, and uh with my mother and uh gotta love that i did that i did that for i probably two and a half years on and off yeah uh, and then i did do some uh uh, in the in the middle of the time, I uh, stopped going there, and I went to uh, Hell South in Evansville. Is uh-huh. that where you went? Uh, no, I went to. Well, see, like I said, it doesn't exist back whenever whenever you were going through. But uh, it's actually at the new YMCA downtown Evansville. Okay, cool. And they've got a uh, I don't know what they call it. It's like a specialty clinic that takes care of people with spinal cord injuries or disabilities and need specialty rehab with occupational and physical therapists. Yeah. But they're great down there. I'm going to have them on the show. Uh, eventually, um, to talk to him. Um, I don't know. I'm going to have a couple, you know, r- random shows with you know people that were part of my recovery as well. Probably when I run out of cripples or, or something, I'll, I'll just <laughs> figure something out. I don't know. But anyway, so you went for a couple of years. You got, and so it took you how long to get to where you are now? Um, to as good as I am now, yeah, probably as good as you are now. As good as I am now, probably maybe like. Uh, four years ago, because well, even when I was racing, uh, after my accident, my legs were always locked together and things, and, uh-huh. I, and my uh, my right arm was really stiff and stuff. And I couldn't hardly hold it up. So I actually I get better. It seems like I get better um, every year a little really? bit. And that's and that's, and that's see and that's what the difference is between you and me is like your brain can I mean I don't know it heals itself but yes. like. You're Nerves. like I said, you're doing better every year. Yeah. Like I, I guess I, I don't notice that people. Go, oh, I see you got more movement and things like that. I don't really notice it. I well, guess you, you won't notice it a little at a time, but yeah, because it, it just comes up so slow. Yeah, nerves they don't grow back. It's like they grow like an an Sideways. inch, an inch a year or something like that. Yeah. I, I'm wrong on that. Well, but. whatever they grow, you know, millimeter, whatever. You know, no, I'm not correct measurements here. Yeah, no. but um. But they will very go back. They find the nerves try to find new pathways. If they ever, yeah, if they ever yeah. find them. Yeah, my brain's so screwed up though, and it was, it was, it was bad. Yeah, that's not bad. So, all right. So, you need, basically, you know, also what Cripple Gas is about is like, you know, talk about the shit that you're still doing. Yeah. So, before your accident, I know you were a, you know, did sprint cars. No, I did uh, derbies. Derbies. Okay. See, derbies before. Did you? When did you do any? Like, did you do any racing after you said? I I owned a uh, a racing team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and my uncle Stan Beatles uh, raced for me. Uh, we owned um, Oma Modified. Uh, had a big trailer stacker 
trailer and stuff as lift in and had bathroom in it and a wow. shower and everything in it. And uh, I raced a, I had another guy raced a pure stock for me for a while, and then I put a hand control in my pure stock, like a street stock, and raced it a few times. I actually barrel rolled it down the back stretch at Chandler Raceway. One night after my accident, so oh. that was fun. Go about a hundred yeah. mile iron barrel. Some, some would argue that you're not very smart for getting back in a car after well, all that shit. But uh, that's raising on brain trauma. <laughs> I didn't blame you. You're smart though, did you? No, that's all right. Me neither. Well, I was derbying before that, but I derbied after my accident too. I built my built a hand control with a buddy of mine, and you know, I just got done uh, working on a derby car the other day. Uh, I sold it all, so. Hmm. Well, that's cool. So, you have any intention of driving a derby car again? No, I don't think so. I still have my hand control just in case if I want to do it, but uh-huh. I, I don't want. It. I figured, you know, I I got too much, you know, to look forward to with taking care of my kids and stuff. I don't need to cheat death anymore <laughs> and stuff like that. You know, yeah. I can help other people though, that don't want to do it. Uh, yeah. Um, no, you no, you got hurt working. Did yes. they? Get you an insurance claim, or or did they? I I got a an insurance claim over it. Uh, it was a lawsuit. I had to go through. Didn't want to sue anybody, but you know, I just at this uh, point you don't have a choice. You know, no, I didn't. I didn't have a choice. My bills it's not were personal. Rack, my bills were racking up, and it was like, man, I went from you know making good money to nothing. You know, and it's 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 very hard to. They had to think about having yeah. a kid already, and 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 already you know. I know exactly just, what you mean. If it had just been me, it probably probably wouldn't have done it. But it was, I had to think about my kid. Mm-hmm. And and so when they so for people who don't know how this works that you know you got to pay for your medical bills out of all that too yes so it's not like you you get cut a check and then you're a freaking millionaire some people are yes. but um you know you got to pay for your medical bills you got to pay for you know all of yes. your care everything at your house yeah. everything you possibly need and money goes quick medical expenses are ex- expensive. Nuts. Yeah, they call me the six million dollar man. I think that's what they said because it's, I had uh, so much medical bills. A lot of they they let the the insurance company mm-hmm. absorbed a lot of them. Yeah, that was part of the lawsuit. They absorbed a lot of the medical bills that were previous uh-huh. to you know to the lawsuit, which was great. Uh, but anything after that, I I had to uh, make what's called a Medicare set aside account. So uh-huh. anything to do with my brain injury, I have to pay for out of pocket. Anything to do with any type of other sickness that's not due to my brain injury. A, a Medicare will pay for. I see. Okay, so that's part of the lawsuit. But it's, and everything. A, yeah, it's a nightmare to try to keep it because they keep always, it separate. Because well, Medicare is always like, uh, he's he's got his own account. We don't pay for this. And I'm like, yeah, I got to call him. Like, this isn't part of it. Right. Like, I mean, yeah. yeah. Every your brain has to do with every portion of your body. Yeah. So yeah. that's fucking criminal. <laughs> that's criminal, man. Yeah. You know, and it's a problem. Like I was, I was talking about this with another guy. You know, they the they try to keep you down. They got our, their fucking thumb on us, man. I don't like it. I'm trying to make that walking man money again, and they're held, holding me down, keeping yeah. me from keeping me from uh, thriving as a as an individual. I mean, I was a walking man two years ago. So why why should I be treated any differently? Why should I have to, you know? It's way easier to make a living walking. Well, yeah, and, and you we, don't realize, and, and a lot of people that are walking don't realize, you know, uh, how hard and difficult it is. We, but I want people to know you can do anything that you set your mind to. Oh yeah, uh, it's just going to take. You're just going to have to think about it a while. You're going to take a little bit to to do it. And I don't it's know about Take longer. Like I can't pee standing up no more. Well, I can't do that either. So yeah, I'm, I'm making something out I of need, that. Yeah. So it's like. I can't do anything. 
But but I mean, it, you can do. And you it's like, do a you lot. know what I also think is bullshit. We're, we're is, hurt. We're not dead. Yeah. What I also think is bullshit when parents tell their kids they can do anything because that's not fucking no. true. <laughs> no, you know <laughs> you what? Makes, let's just get real. You know, my my buddy Jason over here is never going to be uh, in the NBA. Just yeah. saying. <laughs> So what makes me the what, what makes me the maddest is uh, when somebody says, you know, when you're going through a rough time, and somebody that's walking and things, what? Hey, you know, I know how you feel, and you're like, no, you don't. Well, if anybody does, I know. I'm like, no, you you don't. So I know, thanks for trying to cheer me up, but you don't. Know. And my wife doesn't do that. She's like, my my wife kind of kicks me in the butt. Like, hey, you, your arms work. You can do the dishes. You know, I mean, like. You, Take some responsibility. You, you know, you can do this. You can do your laundry. You can do this. You're, you, you're in a lot worse shape. You know, there are people, or there's people in a lot worse shape than you. Yeah, they're like, you left my house the other day, and she was probably like, now look at him. Look how <laughs> fucked up he is. I was there trying to offer to do your laundry. Yeah, you? she, he's over at my house trying to do shit for me. Like, get the fuck out of here, man. Go, go do something else. Like, don't patronize me. I got slaves for this. <laughs> yeah, like you get out of here. You're a guest. <laughs> Leave. I'm to make some now money, get out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's right. Wet Alexa, night. open up the Sally Port Man door. Get I, out of my house. I wouldn't, kill, I wouldn't kill that spider for him, though. Fuck that, man. Like, yeah. He, the funny thing is, he leaves my house, and he, his wife comes back and Hey, um. <laughs> he said there's a spider in your garage. You want me to kill it? And I said, No, it'll be all right. So you, I had my really slave killer too, though, didn't you? I did kind of. And, <laughs> <laughs> I did kind of, and, uh, and then one of my slaves took care of it. She killed the spiders for me. Well, it was a big fucking spider. Yeah, it was a big wolf spider. I'm not interested. We got big brown recluse spiders in my house. No, thank you. Upstairs, man. So. Oh man. No, thank thing. you. I, mean, I don't even know how you get away from one of those. Like, um, run like faster than yeah faster yeah, than telling him. us to run that's, that's what I mean, I mean can you oh yeah I guess that's true what am I supposed to do how, how do I get away from it especially uh, if they're in bed with you and you're in there no, just, just, just let's not Great. look man we're not talking about this let's I'm so sorry Adam I, I told you, man. just keep your eyes closed and your mouth closed you know you're a real piece of shit um, uh, <laughs> I hate them so bad dude they're just could you? I mean, yeah. You you know what I'm saying? Like, like you're right in your bed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, there's there's times when I'll be laying in bed, like I only feel like like f- maybe 15 percent of my whole body. Right. So, like, I feel something on my shoulder. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? Oh my God, that's <laughs> hey, yeah. Let me tell you something really funny. Well, yeah. Uh, so when I first got out of RHI and I came home, uh, they put me a. Uh, so I lived in a trailer growing up, and uh, they put me in a, so my wheelchair wouldn't fit in any of the rooms, my old rooms or nothing. Yeah. I mo- had to move back in because my, you know, I wasn't living with my fiance no more and everything. So I had to move back in. So they put me a uh, full size bed in the living room. Okay, I like, put it up against the wall and stuff. So. One day I was I was and I could feel everything I could I could still feel everything through my body and one day I felt something between my uh, you know I was twenty two or twenty three yeah twenty two at the time I felt something between my legs and I'm like what is that it like really so I reached my hand down to the one hand that worked and I put my hand against it and I'm like what is this what is this weird it's it's about you know kind of sm- smaller than my hand. All of a sudden, I felt a heartbeat in it. What? Thought, oh, Get no. the fuck out of here. So I, I said, oh, no. So I started screaming at my parents. This was like 2 o'clock in the morning. I thought I had a mouse in bed with me. It was your dick? It, it, uh, <laughs> was it your dick? Yeah. No, no, a mouse there. No, no. I thought I had a mouse in bed. Hey there, little guy. No, I thought I had a mouse in bed with me. So I started screaming at my parents, screaming at my parents, screaming at my parents. And all of a sudden, they pulled the cover back, and it was my miniature pincher between my legs. Oh, no shit. <laughs> I oh. had a hold of his paw. He, oh. He's like, he, 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 
Jesus Christ. I thought I was going a different way there. Yeah, me too. Yeah. No, I could still feel, man, my body. You know, I'd known if it was myself. What about your dick, though? Yeah, I feel that. That's a lucky motherfucker. Show off. Yeah. Everybody gets that. Yeah. Boy. Yeah, everybody gets that question. Don't worry. Um, Okay, so. So I can stand up still. I just just don't have any balance. My legs shake a little crazy. I can't walk or nothing, Mm -hmm. you know. I can walk in parallel bars, but, you know, my legs are shaking, so I look like Elvis across there, you know. Hey, you can look like worse people. I love Elvis. Since my baby left me. No, that's right. (laughs) So, all right, you had, you know. Your accident, you've moved on, you've got married. Okay, no, tell me about meeting your wife. Like, tell, so how'd so, that go down? I went to school with her and everything. Right, right. And, uh, but no, I was, I had girls coming in and out of the house once I moved in my new house. And, uh, I had girls coming in and out of the house all the time. Uh, got to where, you know, they, I, I finally could tell that they were just using me. But, uh, I, it's like the, I had a few of them come around and they was, they liked me beforehand. But I had a fiance like, hey, and I was pretty faithful to her. So I always, you know, no, you can't. I don't want nothing to do with you. And uh, but afterwards, they, they all those girls started coming around, you know, and they'd they'd stick around for like a month and then they'd leave. You know, they'd still be wanting to be friends with me. But it was like they wanted they wanted the, the thrill of the guy that they used to want to be with. And then once they yeah. realized, hey, it's not that guy anymore. I don't really like this. Uh, they would go. Yeah, you know? and they're still friends, you know, and everything. Some of them. Now, some, there's one girl that came around, and uh, she was really beautiful and everything, man. And uh, I finally realized that she was there uh, just because I got lore tabs at the time, and she wanted my lore tabs. And I was, finally, when I wouldn't give them to her, she's like, no, oh, yeah. no, I don't want you to do no more. I'm like, dude, you just, you're here because you're a pill popper and you want my medicine? <laughs> yeah, like, there's a lot of them bitches yeah. like that. <laughs> but, uh, but after that, uh, you know. I decided after a few girls left me, quite a few girls left me, I was like, you know what, I'm not going to do with anything with any girls anymore. I'm just going to go have fun with my racing career. We're, we're racing all the time, all these different tracks, winning all the time, winning a points championship and all kinds of stuff. And and uh, so uh, I waited about two, three months, and finally uh, I thought to myself, you know, I'm going to try to talk to some girls. So I, I got on Messenger, and, and uh, the first person I seen was uh, my wife now, Amberly, and I said hey to her. And... Uh, she said, hey, back. And what was crazy, I think she she had to tell me I'm wrong or not, but I think the day I messaged her was like the year to the day of her divorce being final. Oh, oh, man. So it was like, it went from a, and then we went on a date. So it was like, went from a bad uh, ordeal, you know, to, to yeah. a happy thing, you know? Yeah. So we spent, so I went and picked her up. She spent the night. We watched a, we watched a, a movie. Uh, what did we watch? Um, Gosh dang it! What's it called? Keanu Reeves. Uh, uh, I mean, a long time ago, the Steve. Matrix. Oh. Matrix. We watched the Matrix, uh, and uh, we watched that. And then I took her home the next day, and I wanted her to take her to the races. Okay, mm-hmm. and uh, she said, "I can. I got to go with my mom and everything, you know." And she I was like, "All right." So she had plans. So I took her home to her apartment, dropped her off, and I went to the races. And the whole time at the races, I was so depressed. I was, I, I knew I loved her already, and uh, and I was like. Man, I, I didn't even want to be there, and we won that night. And my aunt, which is my uncle, my uncle, you know, her his wife, she asked me. She goes, "We we all won. We was all celebrating, you know, winning the race, you know." And and I just like down, you know, and and she's like, "You don't even want to be here, do you?" I'm like, "No, I don't." She goes, "Just go get her." I'm like, "It's late. It's like one o'clock in the morning." Go so I, I went and got her the next morning, and she's never left the house since. I'll be damned. You said. I believe I'll keep you, girl. And she never left. She never left. Yeah, I'll be damned if she's looking for a place to live anyway. 
No, no, she's a good person. No, she really I'm just is. kidding. I'm just kidding. My actually, like, I think you know, obviously, you know, my sister moved into her parents or yeah. where she grew up. So yeah, um, yeah, that same place where I snapped my neck. Yeah, my boys. I got pictures of my boy in that pool and stuff. So yeah, and he didn't yeah. break his neck. No, he didn't. No. Good for him. Thank you. Good, good, yeah. good I've never him. been in that pool though. Well, you know, my sister said, "Jump uh, in and hope you float." My sister said that she'd concrete it in if she hadn't if she didn't have kids. Really? She'd con- they would concrete the whole thing in after that accident. Mm-hmm. They would have done it the day after if that if if yeah. uh, they could have. Yeah, it ain't the pool's fault. No, it's my goddamn fault. I'm the one that did this. It's not anybody else's fault. Yeah, you know, it was. It would, but if there's anybody to blame, it's me because. Uh-huh. I was the one that was, you know, I was in control. But yeah. it's, you know, it was a fluke. It was an accident. Yeah. Happened. Just it happened. I mean, just like, like that guy that dropped, that dropped that bucket. Yeah. Hit you in the head. He didn't do that shit on purpose. No. And I bet he thinks every fucking day of his life about you. Uh, he, I guarantee he, he actually never came and seen me. Well, then he's a piece of shit. Well, he's dead now. Well, I, well, I apologize. Last year. Well, I mean. <laughs> Just because he's dead doesn't mean he's still one a piece of shit. <laughs> uh, he was, you know, I actually saved his job like uh, well, a few I'm, days before that, and then, uh, but well, and and okay, wait, go ahead, sorry, he was a good dude. He really yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. I think he was told not to come see me. Oh, I'm sure at, at the point at that one point, I'm sure he was, but no, because of an, I tried an to, legality thing. I got his phone number and I called mm-hmm. him uh, a few years ago, and he. Well, he's on the phone for maybe about five, ten minutes, and he, I could tell he just didn't really want to talk, so we got off phone. Well, that's too bad. But well, he, and some people can't. But we really got a lot. I think it really affected him I'm because sure. we were really good friends at work. I'm sure. Well, but, I uh, had a I, an accident when I, when I was walking, man. Uh, I had a I was a construction worker, and I made a mistake in which I dropped something and, and injured somebody. And it wasn't like um, he didn't die or nothing, but I was setting a plate on a top of a stair like there was a mezzanine so a second floor like piece of machinery on on this big uh metal structure so i've got the stairs and i'm putting a piece of stainless steel plate on top of this landing well nobody's supposed to be in there got red tape up all that shit i don't know i think i had red tape it doesn't matter basically this guy wasn't supposed to be in there and i dropped that plate through this fucking hole and it caught him across the mouth and i i I couldn't do anything about it it was an accident and it the complete fluke but I came down there gushing blood out of his fucking face and I'm like oh my god I'm so sorry and he's like it's cool man I shouldn't have been down there I'm like no it's not fucking okay this is terrible and so oh my god I was mortified about it I was like I'm losing my job that's no problem I mean rightfully so you know I I was not upset about it I got in trouble for telling the truth I got in trouble for admitting that I did something wrong yeah like yeah. even though it was a, a work, it was an accident. Yeah, and somebody got injured. Good way of setting morals. I was supposed to. Yeah. Whenever, whenever the safety guy showed up, he said, "Keep your fucking mouth shut. Yeah. Never well, admit to anything." And I was like, "What?" And I was like, "I'm just trying to be a nice person here, like a legitimate person. Like I made a mistake. I hurt someone, and I want to, you know, I, I, what I got pissed off about was that I didn't even get in trouble." Did you see the uh, the Lowe's worker that got? In trouble for recording him being held hostage at Lowe's. Yeah, his employee, yeah, like yeah, employer, he held him hostage. He delivered something to you know some house, and there was a lady oh. who said, "No, you're not leaving for whatever reason. The plumber's coming or something." But he was like, "Hey, I've got to go," and he ends up like forcibly leaving the house. But Lowe's fired him for uploading that video. I believe that. Yeah. Well, I mean, if he wanted to keep his job, there shouldn't upload a video. Truthfully, 
Uh, it, it's he shouldn't have if, but they, he should have been. They should have worked out something with him. Ugh. You know, I said, I'm "Hey, man." To sue him now, well, he, they they should have taken care of him. You know, yeah, in the first yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. But they he probably released a video because they were. I mean, who who knows why I released a video? But well, looking looking for the just for hearing that, I'm thinking, well, yeah, he's gonna get fired for releasing the video. That's looks bad on them. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I kind of looks bad on that lady, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. But I could see how he would get fired for sharing that. Yeah, I don't think it's right necessarily, but you know it is. Anywho, uh, what were we talking about there? Oh I yeah, remember? Yeah, yeah. So you got your girl. You you got now how many kids you got with her now? I have three kids with her, and I have one kid from my, That's right. from my first girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And so he lives in Vincennes. Yes. And uh, is he in high school or no? He's no, he's 21. twenty-one. That's he's right, twenty-one. And he's what's from, he do? Uh, yeah, I don't even know what his job is right now. So he's just working. He's just working, being a man, being working, a man. doing things. Yep. All right. So what? Uh, what kind of? Uh, you got, okay. So now you are not going to do normal racing, but what are you going to do now? What's your What's your plan? What's What do you got going on that uh, you want to do for the future here? Like we were talking before, I uh, I think I want to. Pretty sure I'm, I'm a bit starting to clean out my shop. I got a nice forty by forty machine shop. You know, it's got a heater and everything. I'm gonna end up putting an air conditioner in there, two central air in it, and everything. And uh, um, it's it's all insulated. It's got every tool you can imagine in it, pretty well. And then I'm gonna try to get some more tools, the ones that are missing, you know, from years and years of derbying. And uh, I'm gonna try to open up like a get it all cleaned up, and I'm open up like a nonprofit for uh, for people like us that can okay. go. Um, Learn how to learn a craft, or learn how to basically learn that they're not useless and worthless in life, and there's a lot more to, that we can still do uh, in life. So that's what I want to try to do. I mean, I'm a, I've a, I can weld. I weld, and I use cutting torches and plasma cutters, and I use grinders and and all kinds of stuff. And like I, I build, I'm a still a diesel mechanic, so and a fabricator and everything. So. Uh, my garage is all set up for that. I have a lift in my car, lift in my garage, and nice. I work in my car lift and stuff. And, nice. But uh, and then, I, like I said, I have like a, almost twenty acres. I live in almost twenty oh, acres, wow. and I have like a a two acre pond. So I would kind of like to. Uh, I need to get it fixed. It's starting to the overflow. Was, uh, I I paid to get the overflow fixed, and it lasted like a month, and then it started leaking even worse. So what's it's wrong? About, with it? uh, the overflow uh, washed out, so it's down. Uh, Pretty soon it's going to be empty, I think. But so I'm, I'm going to try to get it, uh, save some money up. I'm going to get it uh, fixed in the way I want to do with it. I want to get the overflow fixed. But then Is that when draining I want, into the overflow? It's actually going underneath the overflow. So it's weird. The When you put the, the stuff in, I So guess, it's like going into the overflow if it's going in the ground? Yeah. It's just so, dissipating so inside this, the ground? So this, this is a different type of... Most overflows that I've ever seen are just a piece of covert or something sticking and then going and then go down the backside of the dam. This overflow, they, they put a... Uh, when they built the dam, or they built the you know the dam or whatever, the levee, they put a concrete slab in and they put a piece of a, a covert in and it covert runs down at an angle and then goes out at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And then it goes... Then they put another piece of covert in and it goes up to the top and, and, and it's kind of hidden, so the only thing you see is a little piece of covert at the top and a little piece of covert coming out at the very bottom. I got you. So it's out of the way. So it rotted off, mm-hmm. so he put a different big piece of covert in, and he just set it on top of the uh, concrete slab down there. So when he put the dirt all around it, the dirt was washing in, it washed 
out of that concrete slab mm-hmm. instead of going in a little. See, it was a little piece of culvert. He took a big piece of culvert over it and so started just, washing out and it washed the dirt all out. It made yeah. a cavern and it sunk in and now it's just now going it's a sinkhole. Out. Now it's a sinkhole over there. Dumb. So, so I got to get it fixed. I'm gonna get it fixed like a normal one. Right on. You said of, at your lake you wanted to do. Um, a fishing thing, right? Yeah, I want to do like where uh, people like us and stuff can go over and and uh, fish and have a place to do stuff like that because it's like two That's acres. A pretty good idea. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, was, and, uh, I was telling you on the phone. I think there's a there's a gentleman in Evansville that does that. It's called uh, really? Kyle Capen. He does something similar mm-hmm. where he takes people with disabilities and he the kids with disabilities and t- takes them fishing. And I think it's like a one time a year thing, but that's something. Kind of neat. You might need might want to reach out to somebody like him and see yeah. how they do things and yeah. and see what the ins and outs are. I mean, he'd be allowed to talk to you about you know something like that. Yeah. So there's a ton of fish. There's there's crappie from your fingertip halfway your elbow in there. Nice. But uh, it's how's it gonna work with like trying to get you know somebody's in something like Adam's got out there. You can. There's a uh, there's a there's a lot of flat area out on the one side of it, and then the other side of it's got another place where you pull out up here. So it's it's basically really already nice for that. In a, and I'm also going to, um, from up my house, uh, because it's in between my mom's house and my house. I built my mom a house on the back of the property back there after I got hurt and everything. She, yeah, she's like got a ramp or something. So I'm going to build a, what I want to do is I want to get a, get a piece of equipment and uh, from my house kind of build a, like a little, uh, just not rock or anything, just like dirt, build a, a better slope to build for other people like us and get down there. Yeah, nice. He just needs to get my uh, track wheelchair. Oh, I'd from love me. to. If I got ten grand, if I got ten grand, if I could spend the money on this project, maybe I would. Tracks, tracks on. He's got, he's got a track chair. I got a track chair that I'm selling. Yeah, yeah. they're pretty gnarly. But uh, I um, get on a four wheeler still, so I get a four wheeler. So or I'm gonna get me a four wheeler. Nice. But uh, so as um, okay, so you got you want to do your fishing thing? You want you got you know you got your shop? Yeah. Anything else you got going on coming up that you? Uh, other than other than uh, cleaning and getting everything ready and and getting all the 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 stuff that uh that's been left behind for years and years of guys and oh, yeah. people coming over you know and and doing things I'm I'm trying to get this stuff ready and I'm gonna clean out and I'm gonna bleach all my concrete floor and reseal it and oh, stuff nice. and yeah, make it'll it be nice spot. in there and uh getting that all done and uh. You know, I mean, if a guy comes over, you know, and says, hey, you know, every once in a while I get a guy that wants to figure something out with a derby car or something. I got so much knowledge in racing and everything, and building engines and stuff. So, that I, I mean, we were considering putting, like, one of those Predator motors on Adam's wheelchair. So this is sounds like <laughs> a perfect place to mm-hmm. do that. Absolutely. This is, this, it, mine's got two big electric motors in it with, with uh, I think, two or four batteries on it. Demo wheelchairs, I mean, why not? Well, I thought. It, well, I'm I'm planning on building one soon. Right. Uh, well, here in the next year, yeah. but all in the process. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, uh, you got so you got you know you got your shop getting ready to come up. Everything's going to yeah. be you know tip top shape here soon. Um, yeah. Is there you know if you could talk to somebody that uh, is in that maybe they find themselves in your situation at some point, what's the best advice you could give to them as to you know what. Um, what could you do if they find themselves in your situation? First of all, if you find yourself in our situation, is don't take your frustrations out that you have on yourself and the th- limitations you have on somebody that's trying to be nice to you because mm-hmm. there's a lot of people out there that don't have anybody that's there to help them. 
in the first place. And so I know we have bad days and things like that, and we are not what we used to be. Or sometimes, if you you know you've been in this situation your whole life, you still should be thankful that you have people coming around that are trying to help you and and absolutely and do things for you. Next is don't give up on yourself just because you're in this situation, because there's so many things that you can still do in life. Um, you might not be able to do it like you used to, but you can find other ways to do it. Like me, like I never thought I could run derby cars again after my accident and stuff. But you know, my wife taught me, and if you don't try it now with your hand control, you know, build a hand control and do it now, you're going to regret it the rest of your life. So she taught me into it, and she probably wish she wouldn't have taught me into it because I spent <laughs> so much money on it. But uh, I did that, and so just about anything you set your mind to, you can do, and it's just not a thing. I mean, I'm saying if you can, if you can physically do it. Mm-hmm. You can you can do it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, I'm not absolutely. saying everybody can go run a derby car. Right. You know, you know stuff. But if you could think, if you can physically drive a car, you can you can race. You oh can, yeah, you, you you can do things like that. And there's so many you don't like on the racing situations. Don't feel like oh, I don't want to be a burden on people because the people they're watching you and your competitors. They love seeing you go out there and do that more than them, even in their cars. Right? They 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 would be there to help you and stuff like that. So anybody that's like interested in doing stuff like that, go for it. Don't be scared. Do they, you think they like, take it easy on you well, in a race? No, they don't take it easy Good, on you. They better not. No, they don't. I don't like that. Uh, yeah, that's that's horseshit. But um, I was I lost track of thought what I was saying, but uh, don't. Don't worry about getting hurt because we're already hurt. So I mean, like I, like I always said, I always say, I'm hurt. I'm not dead. So mm-hmm. you, you got to continue living, not just a. So and the the more stuff you do, it, you, you stay healthier and, and you you're mentally healthier. And yeah. The, our biggest problem is not physical. It's it's the mental I aspect agree. of the, of the of the deal and uh, getting depressed. And it's very easy to get depressed. And it's hard to get where you're back to normal. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, the more things you do and the more things you enjoy and enjoy in life, things go smoother and you have a happier life. And pe- the more happier you are and the more you want to do, the more people want to be around you. So That's true. You can't expect people to want to be around you and be happy around you if you're a turd all the time. That's true. Don't be a turd. Don't yep. be. No. All right. Don't be a turd. Yes. <laughs> all right. We're going to go ahead and wrap it up here. Parnell, thank you very much for joining me today on CrippleCast. Parnell Adams, everybody. This is Adam Houchins with CrippleCast signing off. Thank you guys very much. Talk to you guys soon. See ya.